Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, our topic today is how can we rid ourselves of the stigma of dementia? Wow, where do we start with that one? I mean, we've come a long way since it was labeled, what was it, organic brain syndrome? That was back in the, what, 60s, 70s? 60s, yeah, early 60s, 70s, yep, yep. She's got the OB, well, or before that, grandma's got the hardening of the arteries. Grandma's got the hardening of the arteries. She's got that old timer's disease. So is is there still a stigma, Tipa, or or have we more evolved more than that now? Oh, I wish I could say, but if you talk to anyone who's living with dementia, it's like, yeah, no, there's huge stigma. And, you know, and there's stigma that is deep and wide. And there's, um, you know, there's, there are biases where you really just go, human rights are sometimes, I, I sometimes question whether or not we're really sort of adhering to human rights. <laughs> Because, you know, there are very few conditions where I could lock someone away for the rest of their life on my word. And yet, dementia is one of them. True. And it just I mean, suddenly... I just, as I say that, people are like, what? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's what you got out of me was a what because I, I know that if you if you had such a thing maybe there are such a thing as a competency hearing I know with certain types of dementia mm-hmm. mom could stand up there and just sound like she was just as sharp as a tack and what the hell are these idiots up to yeah yeah and so that then that's a situation where mom seems fine but then what ends up happening is people take advantage of mom because the reason I brought it up is because you know, there's an unscrupulous person who has moved into her house and is taking stuff from her and is robbing her. And she's okay with it because they're really good at being clever and supportive. And yet on the other hand, um, I might be the unscrupulous person that says, you know, she's really not safe being in the house on her own. And, um, and I'm very convincing. And we will put you in a space where you are cared for and we will give you medications and we won't talk to you as though you have sense because when we look at you, you don't look like you have sense. And there's this huge amount of stigma then because if I've had a life experience in the past with dementia, you know, I was around when people used to be placed in straitjackets and used to be tied in the chairs and the chairs tied to the walls. And how to all was the medication, how to parenol was the drug that everybody got. Uh, and so they had writhing back on our mouth because we would do things to people that would um in our effort to provide care because we so are scared of this thing called dementia so i i have heard you say when we know better we do better Mm. but do we really do better or do we give it lip service sometimes (laughs) well as long as in my mind we see people it's us and them you know there's the people living with dementia and then there's us it's like, well, how do you know that? Because we we actually do know that for five to 20 years before your first symptoms show up, you actually are developing dementia in your brain. So what's the magic moment at which we're gonna put you on the other side of the line? Or should we be looking at, wow, your abilities are changing. Um, hmm. So 
we can look and see if there's anything we can do to bring them back to previous levels. And if not, what I'm hoping is, wow, tell me how much are you noticing the changes? You're not. Wow, that's important. Um, because you think you're doing fine and I'm noticing changes while wow, we're on different pages. So I've got to figure out what we're going to do about this versus, you know, you're changing. I know you're changing. Okay. So you're having some changes. I'm curious, can we try some new things that might be more supportive? Um, maybe we could do some disability support at work. So you don't have to lose your job. Now, if you're a surgeon and you have to remember all the steps, perhaps doing surgery is not the best idea, but maybe being a consultant for somebody who's still doing surgery, because boy, do you have a wealth of knowledge. Maybe you've done it for 45 years and maybe you still have amazing abilities, but sequencing may not be it, but boy, you know some stuff. So how curious am I? Can I see the value of what remains or am I only interested in a perfect project? Now, I know that Positive Approach has been trying to address some of the stigma by working with people and, and trying to educate people by saying, you know, Joe is sitting here on the stage with me and we're going yeah. to talk. And Joe seems, for all intents and purposes, normal at that particular moment. And we're all happy as could be. Hey, Joe. Yeah. But, so is it through exposure? Is it through education? Well, and so part of it is even though Joe, so Joe, tell me how much effort it was for you to get on the stage. How, how much energy did that use for you? Oh, well, a lot. A lot. A yeah. Lot. So what are you going to be doing later today after this program? I'm, I'm having a nap. I'm, I'm tired. Okay. Uh, just a little nap or? Uh, I'm probably having a good nap. Yeah. And what will you be doing tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Because very likely you're going to still need to recover. So this thing that I will get up and do the same program again tomorrow you might not be able to do the same program, but that doesn't mean that you didn't do the very most you could. And so, you know, am I going to label you as less or am I just going to say, wow, thanks for doing what you did. That must have been a lot of work. I really appreciate you giving it because what it shows is how much you care and how much you want to do this stuff. But it also means we need to be really respectful for you could run out of juice here really quick. And in that moment, do I want to say, oh, see, there come the symptoms? Or do I want to say, wow, you know, we've got a couple options here, Joe. You can do that really demanding thing and then have to recover for two days. Or we could try not to put so much demand on the front end. And you might be able to sort of run more in the middle, but with less variation. Here's the thing that's really important. Which would you rather do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think most people would choose. <laughs> you know, this, 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 I'm, I know what's best for you, Joe. And it's mm -hmm. like, you should pick this. And it's like, you know, Joe, which would you rather? And let's try it and let's see how it goes for you. And let's see if you still want it after we try it. The human body and the human mind is remarkable because you see people rally when the family gathers. Sometimes, you know, the end is near and the person rallies to be with the family in physical well, you're all here this is the very first time you've all gotten together and i never thought this would happen again and suddenly my brain goes oh, wow and i've actually cleared out all the trash i haven't eaten and drink drinking anything eaten and drinking is that right i didn't have anything to eat and drink in a good bit and so all of a sudden i have clarity because i'm not staying here long but boy in that moment can we have remarkable moments um but only if should people show up 
And if you think, oh, what's the point? She doesn't even remember who I am. Well, many days I may not, but never underestimate the power of the human brain and the human body, because sometimes, you know, you cannot predict. And so why sit in judgment? Instead, be in the moment. If, if people need more information on the brain and what sort of things they should know as they sort of start the journey, if it's a couple or a family member, what, where can they go to get information on that? Yeah, well, we have a page that's designed specifically for people living with dementia. And it says, I think I might have dementia or I don't know if I have dementia. I'd like to meet other people who are living with this new normal. We have a whole page that is designed. And of course, everybody's welcome to come and check things out. And then we have pages like, I'm a family member and I need help. Okay, well, here's some things, but also get up with us because maybe we can be helpful. Because what we're trying to do is create a community where we talk with one another, we figure this out, and we have fewer and fewer people who are left out of the conversation because they're the one who's living with the condition. But we also recognize as time goes by and symptoms get more profound, We've got to figure out how to sometimes advocate for holding space and place and, and words and, and involving that individual fully, as fully as they choose to be involved in this kind of conversation versus doing things to or for them. We want to do things with them. And so that's what we are set up to do. Tipa, thank you very much. My pleasure, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. If you need more information about dementia, check our website at www.tipasnow.com.